Welcome to the Symphony Podcast, where we break down one important topic each week. Today's Micropod Monday, and we've got Joel DeVillier, Space Mandela, special guest with Matthew and I on the podcast today because of our topic, which is especially relevant today, just the relationship between creativity and all the other aspects of life and how creativity is a muscle. It's a foundational element of a well-lived life. And Matthew, I always take your uh, your phrase, life-giving activities. And so understanding how being a creator, exercising creativity can bring us joy in life and growth. And um, just here to share some perspectives and just think about the importance of creativity on the day-to-day basis. So Matthew, do you want to frame this one for us and we'll go from there? For sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm stoked to be talking about this this topic. And I got so excited when we jumped on the the Zencaster video and I saw Joel's face because I haven't seen Joel for like two years at this point. And the way that we met was this was back two years ago when Roddy and I were at the very, very, very beginning of building Shreddables, which was our first product brand uh, that we made. And Joel was in Miami shooting a music video. Uh, and this was back like early on in his in his career. And we, we were staying at the same Airbnb house. So Roddy and I were living there for like a month because we knew the owner of the house. And there were three rooms in the house. So it was the owner, Roddy and my room. And then the other one was rented out pretty consistently throughout our time there. And Joel was one of the guests. And dude, we hit it off. Like we spent the whole week just kicking it, smoking, talking about life, philosophy, all this shit. And then I haven't seen him for two years, but we've stayed connected, shared resources back and forth uh, and really built a really cool relationship. And in the meantime, too, like I've progressed in my own entrepreneurial path. I have a few more companies. We have Symphony up and pumping. And now Joel has this sick album that's on Spotify and all the different streaming services that is just so well done and he kills it. and just so much has happened in each of our lives. And I, I see Joel so active on uh, on Instagram, in the social media movement, all about mental health and wellness and taking care of your mindset and everything else that kind of fits right under the symphony umbrella. So it's really cool to reconnect. reconnect. And Joel, we are super stoked to have you back on the show. And it's, it's really good to see you, man. It's absolutely my pleasure to be here. Lovely introduction. Yeah, I actually just realized that I, Matthew said, man, I was about to say, I just realized I didn't even introduce the topic, but <laughs> the topic is, is just pretty much <laughs> anything and everything creativity and how it ultimately flows up into mental health and the way that we see the world. So we thought Joel would be kind of a, a perfect guest as his work and his art is, is strictly, I mean, it's all about creativity and storytelling and um and he's very vocal on the mental health movement as well so i think it'll be kind of fun to dive into joel's creative process and just hear a little bit about his mindset towards the topic and i know kyle and i have a lot of a lot of takes that we can share as well so yeah i'll i'll kick it back to you kyle i'm gonna pass it right to joel because i want to hear your guys takes first um but yeah man talk to me about just how pursuing this creative path specifically making music has just been a journey for you and how it's rippled into other areas of life and i'll just give you the floor to to talk generally for a bit yeah totally man appreciate that um yeah i mean i think the creative path and the path of an artist is not an easy one at all i think we all know that you know you're putting a lot on the line as well as having to be like extremely vulnerable and pursue a craft where there's a lot of people trying to accomplish the same goals you know um it's tough, man. I think 
I realized at a younger age that, you know, I, I wanted a path that had nothing to do with rigidity and control. And I would rather go along the path where I get to decide how every day gets shaped for me. And that's led to, you know, some of the toughest times in my life and really rough periods and just having to kind of stay up and, and pick yourself up as you fall because you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket in a sense. But it's also led to the most inspiring, beautiful moments. And it's led me to create these really genuine bonds and connections. And I think creativity is absolutely necessary. I think being constantly inspired is is something we all have to strive for in our everyday life because as we know, like that increases neuroplasticity, that increases neurogenesis. That's the only way you can really break barriers on an everyday basis is to keep yourself in that sort of state, no matter what you're trying to pursue or do and no matter what field you're in. So yeah, and I would love to get into a little bit of mental health talk today. That would be great because I think this is a really, really rough period in history for creatives right now, man. We're kind of like, stuck in our own space having to have hope that all like the live performances and the festivals are going to come back and it's been really rough and i think uh people need to balance and be able to keep their mindset straight upon this road and you know deal with the repercussions of having a very creative lifestyle and living that type of of way you know well said man yeah i think the point you make on just specifically how creators have been definitely hit like the the whole industry of festivals is is on hiatus right now um it's crazy and as well as um like just kind of like my opening thought on this was just how creativity leaning into that creative side like empowers you to start making decisions about your life in other areas so you start to realize all this programming, all this conditioning, years of sitting in public school and just reciting the information that we're given and then following the clear cutout path, um, leading us nowhere exciting. Um, you start to really connect the dots between the actions that you're taking and the life that you're creating for yourself. So you realize the little decisions in the day to day actually add up to have a bigger impact. And that's just fired me up because it just, it's like, Oh, you, it's just small win, small win. Like let's, let's create something small. And then tomorrow that's created. We can go from there rather than just being overwhelmed with like letting life kind of like letting life happen to you rather than like really taking it by the horns and driving yourself. So that was kind of my opening thought just in terms of how creativity empowers us to take control and be, uh, just have agency over our path. Absolutely. And I feel like Joel kind of spoke to it as well. Um, just how vulnerable of a path it is if you're a creator and, and, and being creative is at the center of what you do in your day-to-day life. And another thing that I also want to talk about is how there is room for creativity in every career path, in every form of life. And there's different ways you can do that. But for the creative specifically, like Joel, um, I think one point that I wanted to talk about is just how creativity is a process. And Kyle, to your point too, it's like doing little things every single day does add up. And there's actually like a mantra that I wrote on my whiteboard very recently that says, sometimes you have to go back to go forward. And I think that that's like a really 
that's a helpful thing for me, at least in some of my creative endeavors. It's a, is it's like if I'm keeping notes, if I'm putting pen to paper every single day, no matter how shitty I'm feeling or how sad I'm feeling or unmotivated I'm feeling, there will be a point where I can open that notebook up and go back and put pieces together in a creative way that that will basically tie together loose ends that I had put in place just by continuing these day to day habits that were moving me in the right direction. And so I think the concept of creativity as a process um, you're inevitably going to hit these peaks and valleys along your way. And so I think that's where the mental health uh, thing comes into it is it's like, how can you develop that mindset so that when those hard days comes or when, or when those feelings of um, when you're just hitting a wall, when you don't know where your inspiration is going to come from, like how do we, what is uh, like a key element to developing a, a, a positive mindset throughout those things. So I'd like to hear from Joel too, like, maybe a few of the practices that you've developed in your own life that kind of get you over those over those humps, but then also the practices you're doing when things are feeling abundant and, and you are feeling creative, um, just basically ways that you you cope mentally with the with the journey of the creative. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's so important for people like myself and like creatives in general. And I think we're seeing more and more people in every field, like you said, um, really showing their true sensitivity. And that's really what makes us human at the end of the day, you know, when all this AI and like technology is going to be taking jobs, like what we're going to have left is like the human essence, which is like the ability to critically think and to adapt constantly and mold. And I think it's so important to have resources for me, obviously practices like meditation have been huge, just being able to ground myself and get into a quiet space. I think creating space is extremely important, you know, a lot of people our age are stuck in this like this rut and this mindset of like, I need to grind, grind, grind. You know, the market doesn't care. You know, money don't sleep. And it's like at the same time, sometimes retreating is the only way you can get answers and kind of going into solitude. So meditation's huge for sure. I think a balance of exercise, walking, just moving the body is extremely important because like I'm very aware that my biggest resource is my mind. But at the same time, I can't exasperate that. I have to be extremely careful and be able to know when I need to go within and make sure what I'm doing is genuine. Um, I think one of the things is that suffering and pain as a sensitive person are inevitable. If you want to feel the highest highs and you want to be able to tap into those energies, there's going to come a point where you're going to feel lows. And I think, you know, I'm reading um, this great book, The Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts. And he talks about pain and suffering in this really insightful way. And he says, I think the important part is leaning into it as a creative. And when you create this idea of fear and you demonize it, you're creating tension within yourself and saying, this is not right. I need to eliminate this. And that makes the problem much worse than it actually is and creates like almost a more like a deeper layer of suffering to what you're going through. So I think one of the things that's important is being able to sit with the demons sit with those rough times and those gaps and those voids when it's not all happy and abundant. And I mean, like when everything's abundant and everything's good and everything's flowing, I think the key is to just be as present as possible, you know, practice mindfulness and just be able to practice gratitude constantly, you know, my bad. Um, yes. Sorry. I'm with some family right now. Oh, you're good. Uh, Really yeah, well. man. So I think that's extremely important. I think having these resources and practices and being able to 
like retreat and go into yourself. Like I said, you know, I think psychedelics have been huge for me in terms of that. You know, every couple of months I need to have a sacred moment where I maybe take some mushrooms and like just meditate and like ask for some answers from whatever this like inner, you know, ocean of knowledge is and be able to like transfer that into my music, into my craft, into my business as well and into my everyday life, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think nature is an endless source of inspiration too, as well. So, you know, if you're not, if you're not comfortable with the psychedelic realm, which I mean, Joel, I'm on the same page as you and, and you got me going yeah. on the, the later in the day microdoses too, and having spiritual experiences mm. at night and getting out into nature. But, but even the, even just going into nature and kind of immersing yourself and just witnessing and looking at how things move and help sustain each other and just, I, I always equate it to a river. And I think like if you just watch a river, that's pretty much an unrivaled piece of intellect for the creative mind in a way, because you're watching something that's constantly changing, constantly flowing, constantly being different than it was, but it's everywhere and it's only in the present moment. And it's always, you can look at it and be like, oh, that's the river, but it's always bringing something unique to the table at the same time. So it's like, as a creative, yes. it's like you're delivering that sustained voice throughout but you're constantly innovating along the way as well. And you're constantly getting inspiration from different things. And, and yeah, so I think there's so many different examples that we could draw from nature that help the creative mind. But I think that is definitely totally a way to like, just re-inspire yourself if you're kind of hitting a little bit of a creative rut. Um, yeah. And just to add to that, you know, Oh, Oh my bad. No, 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 go, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I think this concept, this concept of um, being like water and emanating nature is like extremely important in what we're talking about, you know, being able to adapt to everything and be flexible is key. And that has to do with your physical body as much as your soul, as much as your mind in all terms, you know, we need to be ready at all times to just be able to flow with whatever comes at us, you know, because the more rigid you are, the more tension is caused and, like all we want to do is be free vessels to be able to make as the best choices we can with as many solutions as possible in mind at all times. There's this concept of like the, not the starving artist, but just like how artists in general deal with maybe more stress or they're, they're dark. I don't know if a good example, like maybe Van Gogh, some of these painters that like had a really dark side and they took out their demons through their art. There's something to that. But then there's also the other side which I've experienced, which is as I've leaned into my creative side that was bottled up for so long, I've tapped into higher levels of mental health for myself. And one of the reasons why I think that is, is because I get to collaborate with you guys. And so the connection that I drew is creativity is better through collaboration. Like we can definitely create something better with the three of us than if it was just one of us talking about this topic and community and connection are so crucial to mental health so using creativity and art and creating things whether it's a meal or a conversation on freaking zencaster uh it can foster that sense of connection for sure and i think that's been a huge element of it like creativity is not something that's isolating it's something that's connecting nurturing you might do it in a bubble like i can imagine joel maybe you can speak to this but like your music like you're putting in the hours on your own but then when you get to release it and then connect with people and put those vibes out there like knowing that i'm down in mexico bumping your music like there's just such 
um, a broad connection there. So maybe talk about yeah. that a bit. I find it funny. Like I've been pondering on that a lot recently. Um, kind of the balance of isolation and connectedness and how they actually kind of go together at the same time. I think creativity is connectivity. Like that's for sure. Um, they go hand in hand. It's like the thing is at times you need to retreat. Like I said, there's something about like going into yourself and practicing solitude and, you know, meditating and stuff that helps to make sure what you're saying is more genuine and more clear. And it can actually help you feel more connected to everything at the same time. You know, ironically, I guess there are so many paradoxes when we think of these types of things. But yeah, I think it's extremely important to not, you know, because the problem is it's about energy, right? And the right components of energy together in a room is the way to facilitate magic. Like, I truly believe that. And I've seen it happen time and time again in my life. But also, a lot of the times you need to kind of focus and concentrate your energy and find the source and the root of it. And that has to do with isolating yourself a little bit for the moment. You know, I isolate myself to tap into something and create something that heals me from within so that when I give it out, what I put into the sauce is what people receive from it, you know? So I think it's it's important to, to know when the right time is to practice solitude and also know when you need to reach out to others and collaborate in order to fuel your fire in the right way and make sure that the right energy is going into what you're doing. That's super well said, yeah. And I, I think for a lot of people listening to this too, I think even redefining what we consider creativity um, is an important thing to touch on here too, because I think there's plenty of people who will listen to this and be like, oh, well, I'm not a musician or I'm not an artist or I don't know how to draw or I don't know how to write very well. So I think an important thing to talk about too is that you can be creative with the way that you think. And so curiosity is kind of an entry point for creative thinking. And so it's like, if you don't even know where to start, just find something, like find a few different things that you are that you specifically are curious about. And then once you have those things, dive deep into them individually. And then that creative element comes from finding connections among these different things that you've kind of placed on your, your bulletin board of what you're curious about. And you have the specific individual capability to draw similarities and parallels across those five or six individual things that you decided to be curious about. And so like that is a form of creativity. And just that concept in general is working your brain in a, in a lateral way that's really important for, for more creativity. And that's another thing we wanted to touch on, too, is just how creativity is a muscle. So sometimes it's just the, the process of doing it every single day is eventually going to make you better at doing more of it. It's going to make that muscle stronger. And then you'll just be oozing creativity at a certain point once you just kind of make it a habit. Um, and it's as simple as just the way that you think. So I think not overthinking what, what being creative means is an important thing to be able to kind of fit it into your day-to-day -day life, no matter what your background is. It's literally as simple as, but as complicated as as that the root of it is all about the way you think, 100%. I think um, a creative philosophy and mindset when like well embodied can change a person's whole life and everything throughout their days. Um, I think one super important aspect is basically being able to just like wipe, this, wipe the, the slate clean and to be able to, um, in a sense, to become a child again in whatever your field is, um, to show up and know that 
you have so much to learn every day. No matter how much experience you have, no matter how much time you put in, no matter how many connections you've built, it is essential to basically know that you know nothing and that there's like a whole vast world that still hasn't been tapped into. I think that's huge. I think everyone can embody that and live their lives like that. And it's about being able to go out into the world every day and see wonder and let the little miracles happen and invite them in by embodying that mindset. Yeah. And I think another thing is just, just knowing that the creative's journey is difficult and, and just life in general is difficult and is filled with, with ups and downs. I think it all does come back to mindset like you're talking about, just because I I personally firmly believe that there are critical pieces of your own personal development that you gain at every step of your journey, no matter how good the situation seems or how bad the situation seems. Like I have wired my brain to think that you can pull an inkling of meaning out of even the worst situation, or at least I actively try to. And so and all of the research out there is pointing to the fact that our brains are pattern seeking organisms that are basically basically going to reaffirm whatever information we're feeding it. And so as a creative, knowing that, you know, not to not feel any of those downs that are inevitably going to come up, like Joel, you mentioned this earlier, too, it's so important to feel any type of emotion that comes up. But having that that end point of a positive mindset of like, yeah, wow, this sucks or this hurts, or I'm just like depressed or I'm wrecked from whatever situation is going on. But I am going to take away from this, that there is some inkling of meaning and I can use it as a positive uh, thing that I can ultimately, or, or I might learn something from this, you know, months down the road, years down the road, or I might develop some piece of my character from this situation that will help me be a more well-rounded person in the future. So I think basically the message to take away is that whatever you're telling, whatever your internal self-talk is, whatever you're telling yourself, you're going to be right because that's the thought pattern that your brain will naturally co connect with. And then your subconscious mind will kind of take over your external reality. And then that's the lens that you'll see the world with. And so I think it's really important to keep that self-talk uh, positive and just be honest with yourself and sit in those moments of sadness and doubt but know that you're ultimately on the creative path. And this is something that's going to come up over and over again. And so it's like, what? let's keep those habits up that I know cultivate a positive mindset for myself so that I can, you know, enjoy the highs, but also ride out the lows and, and make sure that my, my mind is still being taken care of. Yeah, you guys are bringing up great points. And this conversation went like deeper and in more directions than I was <laughs> anticipating. I guess we should have known. But uh, I think it just goes to show uh, how going back to the original thing that we started this conversation yeah. with how creativity connects to all the different aspects of life and the symphony's whole uh, platform and, and the whole mission is around growing in all directions, not just one. And something I've been thinking about recently, just along the, the lines of what Matthew, you were saying around curiosity and Spaceman, um, what you were talking about, like being a kid, being more like raw, more down to the soul of like what you were when you came into this earth and onto this planet before you got spun around and your values got all twisted and whatever. Just, just um, thinking more about how I can speak from the heart on my podcast, for example, or show up in relationships and be 100% real rather than tell a half truth, like say the full truth. And these things that I've been trying to like, just, I guess, deprogram, um, tie back into 
creativity in that way. And, um, yeah, it just kind of got me thinking about how the best stuff, whatever it is, whatever art it is, the best music, the best podcast, it's the most real, authentic stuff. I was listening to a podcast today with Marcus Luttrell, who Mark Wahlberg played in Lone Survivor. And, um, man, mm. I mean, the guy's speaking directly from the heart and you can feel it like you're you're on the edge of your seat. Um, literally as I'm driving, listening to this podcast and like, that's what I want to tap into. I think that's where the real power of art and creativity comes is when you're, when you're harnessing that higher power, that energy, and then letting it flow out through you. Um, and I feel like you do that really well in your music space, man. So maybe tell me if I'm just talking out of my ass over here. Nah, man, you, no, you totally hit the, thank you. Appreciate the compliment. You totally hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think the higher power, whatever it is, the inner knowingness, um, it's always there. It is always the source. And the key is to tap in and get as authentic as possible, no matter what your circumstances, you know. And I think the importance of just alchemizing every emotion that comes to you is the key, you know, like the turnover, like whether you're in the worst, like I've had some low, low days. And that song that I released yesterday is is totally an ode to that. I was going through some serious shit and I wrote about it. And it was some of the most beautiful and poetic content that I've ever put down. And that was all due to the struggle. So like I said before, and like Matt was talking about as well, I think leaning into it is extremely important. Living it, just be it. The key is to integrate all of this because we are, you know, neither completely good nor evil. We can't always be happy or sad. You know, we need the contrast to know one from the other. And I think the creative path is about being adaptable and about working with all of this and constantly being prepared to flow with it. Like we said, you know, just be water because a lot of the times we get into these lows, you know, and we think we're the only ones. It's really easy to start feeling isolated and like we live in our own bubble. But in reality, there are so many people, you know, there's a collective consciousness and a whole group of people who are feeling the exact same way as you and who need what you're going to use to heal from this. And that's the way I look at my music, honestly. Obviously, that's my perspective for my personal life and my career path, but yeah, I think it's extremely important to just ride the waves, like no matter what life throws at you, because there are forces much more powerful than us that dictate the way things go. And we're just kind of moving along with it and trying to make sense of it. Matthew, how has creativity impacted your like overall just growth and self? Have you always identified as creative? Um. Yes, I would say definitely. I've had a, a creative hunch ever since I was a little kid. I, you know, I've played instruments for a while. I've always liked to write. Um, I, I like to just think creatively and put a bunch of stuff, like throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and then try to form connections between them. That's kind of been always the way that I, that I think and, and the way that I navigate. And, um, and so that's, and that's ultimately led to really fun relationships with an eclectic group of people too, because that's kind of the way that I navigate in my life. And so that's what I bring into my life as well. It's just people from all types of different backgrounds with all types of different interests and curiosities and passions. And then, and then I can kind of just live in that middle space of being, you know, kind of, uh, just at the middle point of all of that. And so like my life is very much, um, a reflection of the people and the things that I surround myself with. And so that's been, I think there's definitely been like a creative element just overarching in my life for as long as I've 
as I've been on this earth. But I think as an entrepreneur too, just having a creative mindset is the only reason why we've been able to continue to innovate in the spaces that we have is just because as an entrepreneur, you're constantly getting thrown curveballs and you're constantly not being in over your head on probably 10 different topics all at once. Like no matter, there's just a new, a new issue, a new problem to solve every single day. And if you are a person who is a very, who's very rigid in your way of thinking, that's going to be a very difficult life for you to live. So I think if you do want to step onto the path of working for yourself, like you have to develop an open mind and a, and a creative ability to think and, you know, just open your mind to different solutions and different possibilities. Um, and I think that also just flows up into my own life philosophy is just c keeping an open mind about everything. And so I think that's kind of a cool way to look at it as well as like creativity taught me to have an open mind and then having an open mind ultimately makes my life better and happier. Um, and it makes me more accepting. And so it brings more stuff. It brings more abundance into my life and it just makes my world a lot bigger, which I think, I mean, that's, that's about as much as you can ask for with this, with this existence is to just have a huge, massive, wide open yep. experience with endless possibilities and potentialities. And, but you can't see that world unless you open your mind to it first. And so I think the first step to that is just developing a creative mindset about the way that you see the world. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my take on that. I think that, I mean, it it's so in, entrenched into the way that I live. So it's hard to point at like one thing and be like, oh, that's how it helps. It just, it just is. It just makes my life better. It makes me a happier person. Um, and I think it ultimately opens up more opportunities uh, for me just by being able to think creatively about the different pieces that I have on my, on my chess board. <laughs> chess board, <laughs> not chest board. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> I, love I love it. I think we're at a good spot to start, to start putting some uh, fine, finishing touches on this conversation. But I do think that the point that you made, Matthew, just now about just having an open mind and seeking new perspectives um, is, yeah, it's one of the biggest ways that we can grow is through hearing other people's stories. We obviously can't experience every possible life experience on our own. Our lives are too short and there's just not enough time to do that. So having that open mind and being able to consume other people's art and also learning by creating your own art, there's kind of like two different avenues that you can, can be on and just like how, how creativity can lead to growth in that way. So yeah, just echoing your point there. And I think that's a good one. All right. Uh, Spaceman, you got any final words for, for the pod? We're going to have to have you back on again and get you on the clubhouse yeah. calls as well. Totally, man. Anytime. Um, no, honestly, just to, I guess, build off what Matt was saying. Yeah, I think being open is, is all that we can really do in this life to truly experience like the present moment, you know, being compassionate practicing empathy, being able to put ourselves in other people's shoes in order to learn from their experiences and have, you know, in a sense, the most wisdom possible and the most options on our, on our chessboard or our chessboard, you know, chess. down my chest. <laughs> um, I think that's extremely important. And, you know, like that book I was reading that I was talking about by Alan Watts, he, he points to his theory is that the root of a lot of the suffering and anxiety that people are going through has to do with, how we cling to this need for control in a universe that is based off chaos and is always in constant flux. And, you know, our insecurity really comes from us trying to be secure and trying to always predict and analyze 
But at the end of the day, this experience is 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 insane. Like it's chaotic, and we just need to like lean into it, soak it up, and appreciate the good and the bad, and just take it all with us to the next life and the next whatever it is. Yeah, man, we just need to do our best to be open and receive all the blessings we can and share that with others, you know? Definitely. Yeah, super well said. Um, and it's been so awesome having you on the show, too. Yeah. This has been a real a real treat for sure. But uh, and just to, for my final closing remarks, I do want to throw in some like hard facts just because I came across some recently in a book that I was reading. <laughs> by uh steven kotler who i love by the way like definitely anyone listening please read any of his books they're all amazing but this one specifically is called the art of impossible and he studies flow and just all types of different biology and neurobiology related to that uh just super interesting guy and his work is is absolutely insane and very inspiring but he cited uh, a couple different studies in that book one specifically that was done by adobe and they called it the Adobe State of Create. And it was in 2016. And it was a survey of over like 5,000 adults from uh, the US, the UK, Germany, Japan, and France. And they basically, you know, had all these survey questions, ultimately kind of like putting people in different categories of if they considered themselves creatives or non-creatives. And the study found that um, between those two groups, uh, creatives out-earn non-creatives by 13%. Uh, creatives consider themselves 34% happier than non-creatives. And then companies that invested in creativity surpassed all the rivals in their competitive uh, categories in revenue growth, market share, competitive leadership, and customer satisfaction. Um, and then there, there was another study that he pointed to that was like a 60 country, 30 different industry study. And they found that like the most um, important trait of a, or quality of a CEO voted upon the the majority answer was creativity and so it's like he was just pointing to the fact that it's it's literally an essential piece of not only happiness happiness but also corporate success um, and it's cool now because there's companies like google i think and there's a handful of other ones who are are they're doing like the 20 percent rule that basically says that all of their employees can spend 20 percent of their week working on a project that is determined by them that they think can ultimately flow up and help the company so it's pretty much like unrestricted time to think creatively about your space within the company and how you can piece together some dots that'll ultimately help out um the company as a whole and, it, and it's showing that those types of actions taken by companies are leading to very substantial growth in all of the important categories that make a company successful. So I think creativity is an absolute essential, uh, whether you're doing it for your occupation or if you're just adding it into your day-to-day -day life and you have a, an office desk job that you work nine to five. Like there's, I think creativity is a muscle that should be practiced by anybody and everybody, and it will ultimately just make your life a whole lot better and more interesting. I love it. I love it. I've got, while we're on the references flow here, um, just pulled up a uh, scholarly article there. They bring in all these different like examples of uh, studying like crazy people and creativity. Are people, are people like more mentally ill if they're more creative and vice versa? But there's this one line here. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's Plato. And I know, Matthew, you're a big philosophy guy, but Plato wrote that poets are set apart from ordinary mortals by the fact that the gods speak through them, which is kind of to the point 
of what I was thinking recently, just like the connection between that higher power and your ability to be creative. There's like all these blockages that we build up through the conditioning and programming. And I'm um, repeating myself now, but by like letting those things go, like we can tap into like more creativity. It's not necessarily like uh, learning more technical skills on the cameras or whatever. So um, anyways, that was my take. Thanks guys. I love it. Yeah. Open yourself, open yourself up and, and become the source, you know, take in everything you can and, and put your unique, unique messaging on it. And, and there you go. That's a pretty good life. <laughs> yeah. I got one selfish question for Spaceman, which is like, what do you do specifically before you get into the mindset to do the freestyles in the car? I absolutely, honestly, man, I'm at a point where it's been about like six years or so that I've been really like freestyling. I used to just do it at house parties, you know, in parking lots with friends. Mm-hmm. But I put myself in the state where I just had to be ready at any given moment. So honestly, I don't really have any rituals, bro. I just like, I just get into the mood, you know, maybe have a little hit of a joint, just uh, get in there and just get the energy straight. I mean, curating the beats and picking the right instrumentals is key to prepare. But that's the only way I prepare because the key is like I'm improvising. That's what I want people to feel that I'm just literally calling stuff out on the street. Like I'm picking it up on the spot. But obviously having the right layout of of musical background is like extremely important. But I mean, sometimes when I'm kind of tense, if I'm having a rough day, I'll take like a little a little mini meditation, you know, do a bit of breath work before I get into it just to loosen myself up. But other than that, I really just jump into it and. I made sure that, you know, if I was going to choose this path and do this, I got to be able to lay it out at any given point. You know, somebody asks you, yo, give me something like I'm going to give you a beat. You got to be prepared, man. You can't be one of those people's like, oh, no, I don't have anything written on me. You know, like there's no time for excuses, really. Like the key is like, like we said, this comes back down to creativity as well. Being able to improvise and just adapt to any moment on the spot and show up every time because you are living as an authentic version of yourself and truly just channeling and aware of that, you know, from your mindset, like the bottom up, I think that's the most important just being that puts you in a place where you're ready at all times, any fork in the road that comes up, you already knew where you were going to go. You know, I'm four lines ahead when I really get into the zone and like, it's hard to explain. It's like, it's really like I'm channeling something deeper and I'm not consciously thinking of these things. It's things that have piled up in my subconscious that, like, somebody wants to get out. I don't know who, but or what. But yeah, man, no minimal preparation for those types of things. I think it's important to be able to work and and react on your toes. You know. Yep. Same thing in entrepreneurial endeavors for you, Matthew. Exactly. Well, we're uh, we're over our promised thirty minute limit, but it was. Well, well justified with our guest today, Space Mandela. Check him out at Space Mandela on Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. SpaceMandela.com as well. Website's updated. Got a whole new video up. You yeah. know, we're just out here doing our thing. Yeah, and check just, out the uh, album too, Cosmic Complex, which is one of the dopest names yes, I've sir. ever heard for an album too. Yeah, and it does every bit justice to that to that title. Appreciate that. All right, guys. Well, till next time, you can uh, check us out at thesymphonyco.com. Symphonyco on Instagram is where we're making most of our announcements, especially for the clubhouse chats. We're doing some 
new things. Matthew, you've got a little something, something cooking, a little long-term project, but with the, some, uh, some journal stuff, I'm not going to spoil it for you. We maybe save that for another day, but, um, all in all, we're just looking to continue collaborating with more people and, and bringing in new voices. And today was part of that. So thanks again, guys. Thank you. And thank you, Joel, for joining us. Till next time. Peace, Thank dudes. you, guys. It's been a pleasure.